1: You're listening to Unity Online Radio,
2: the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Truth Transforms. Join in for spiritually enlightening discussion and the practical application of new thought principles. Here's your host, Rev. Galen McDowell.
3: Welcome to Truth Transforms. I am your host, Galen McDowell, and I am the Senior Assistant Minister and Executive Minister at Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois, where the Reverend Dr. Derek B. Wells is the Senior Minister, and the Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman is the founder. I know I was in the midst of a series, but I'm I'm taking a one-week break from the Secrets of the Millionaire Mind series because I interviewing today somebody i think you should know about and is doing some uh great work with uh youth in chicagoland and i want to make sure that you get an opportunity to be exposed to her work so today my guest is lauren c martin also known as l woo uh lauren how you doing
4: i'm doing well reverend mcdowell how are you
3: i'm doing well doing doing well doing well so you know um you know, I, I, you're on the show today to talk about self-esteem and self-motivation and, and and how you, you know, develop it. But before we get into that, I want to make sure that people have an opportunity to know who you are. So, you know, first of all, who are you and um, and what is and why did you start this company uh, called El Woo to teach self-esteem? Yes. So um, I
4: am Lauren C. Martin. And I go by Il Wu, which has a double meaning. Il um, Wu stands for learning, wisdom, optimism, and opportunity. And Lauren Ward overcoming obstacles. So I am a speaker, a published author. I am also a talk show host and a self-confidence coach. I'm a wife. I'm a daughter. I'm a sister. And truly. Um, Uh, a a true christian um for god i'm on fire for god because i want to you i want him to continue to use me as a vessel uh to pour into other people and as a result of of god just pouring within my life and using me as a vessel as he's done throughout the years he's brought me to el Wu. and so now el Wu is my baby Um, Elwood is how I encourage people. It's how I inspire people. It's how I influence people to go after their dreams so that they don't feel like they have to settle. And the reason why I'm so passionate about it is because at one point in my life, I did. I did give up on my dreams. I did want to stop fighting, and I didn't want to take my place in the sun because I was stuck on my plan, and I needed to realize that I needed to be on God's plan. And once I got off of my plan, which was to be originally a, a reporter and anchor, Um, I answered my calling to be a speaker, and now that I've answered that calling, God has just opened up so many doors for me. Now I have El Academy, which is Learning Wisdom, Optimism, and Opportunity, and that's where I teach young people self-confidence in the classroom, within themselves, within their career, and within their community, and I do that throughout schools in Chicago. I have Elwu Enterprises, which is my for-profit, that's Lauren Ward Overcoming Obstacles, and that's how I sell my books and my t-shirts and my motivational CDs, and I'm actually launching my self-confidence tour at Christ Universal Temple, and I'll be teaching young people self-confidence within their mind, self-confidence within their body, within their spirit, within their emotions and socially. And I'll be doing that actually next month at Christ Universal Temple. So the topic is birthing your confidence by unleashing what's within. And last but not least, I have the El Wu show, which is on YouTube. And we focus on self-confidence, entrepreneurship, and social issues.
3: Beautiful, beautiful. So um, when you really get down to the brass tacks of a thing, you know, like the bottom line, how would you define self-confidence?
4: Wow. How I would define self-confidence is believing in yourself, really, really loving yourself. You know, um, my sister always talks about how important it is uh, to do self-care because she she's an advocate for self-care. And people really learn how to treat you properly based off of how you treat yourself so you really have to love yourself you really have to believe in yourself even when nobody else is encouraging you even when nobody else is rooting for you to win you still have to have that self-confidence and it's not on the outside it's on the inside it's not what people can see it's what you feel about yourself do you really feel worthy I was watching a piece this morning with Tyler Perry and Joel Osteen, and Tyler Perry was talking about how his mother stayed in an abusive relationship with his father. And I mean, no matter what his father did, she just wouldn't leave the relationship. She continuously went back. She continuously would allow him to disrespect her. And the reason why is because she didn't feel worthy enough. That's what Tyler Perry said, that his mother didn't have enough courage to leave the relationship because she didn't feel worthy enough. And so he says she didn't have any self-confidence, but if she had loved herself a little more if she had believed in herself and if she had knew that within herself, there was a power greater, which is the almighty God, she would have had enough courage to step out on faith and leave that relationship. But she never did because she didn't have self-confidence. So I definitely believe that it comes from within.
3: Beautiful, beautiful. So, you know, in in the midst of um, talking about self-confidence and, you know, you know, I've known you for a long time. I've known you since, you know, you were preteen. <laughs> as i look back now i think i've been around a long time doing this work <laughs> but i'm not getting older just getting better uh i'm um you know i've watched your evolution you know um and it's important for me to just acknowledge you know you know obviously having a great support system uh and you have a, a great support system is no other way for me to say it um how did you Develop the self-confidence and self-esteem through the years to get you to the place of being an author, a speaker, a owner of your own multiple companies, etc. How did you develop it to get to the place of where you are right now?
4: Wow! How how I developed it is by realizing that my calling and my purpose on this earth is bigger than me. I I had to realize that the calling that God has put upon my life, it's, it's not about me. It's so much bigger than me. And if I don't take my place, if I ignore the calling that he's put on my life, not only am I doing a disservice to myself, I'm doing a disservice to every single person around me because once my voice is heard, then other people will feel like, you know what, now I'm in alignment. Now, I'm in alignment to take my place based off of what God is, is doing through me. Once I take my place, that could, that could save a life. That could empower somebody to step up and say, you know what? I, I didn't know I could go after my dreams, but you know what? Now I want to because El Woo did it and I can do it too. And it's like God is speaking through me to empower others. So once I realized that this is bigger than me, I said, you know what? How selfish am I to quit? How selfish am I to get frustrated and complain about my situation when there are people out here who are counting on me to win so that they can go after their destiny and accomplish what God has called them to do? So I must take my place. I must educate. I must empower. I must evolve the community. I must elevate people's character and have them to believe within themselves so that they can take their place, too. And I think throughout the years, Um, that confidence came from me battling with it myself. I battled with self-confidence for so long when it came to my career. Now, I was always confident on stage. I was always confident as a speaker when I was growing up as a little girl. I never was a shy kid. I always was out in front. I was confident whenever I was on stage giving presentations and all of that. But where I lost my confidence is when, I graduated from Howard University with my BA in journalism and I became an AKA and Phi Sigma Pi, a part of all these organizations, went to Northwestern, received my master's in communications, and I kept being told that I was overqualified or that I needed more experience. And pretty much I was told that I wasn't good enough, that I wasn't worthy enough to be a reporter and anchor. And it did have also something to do with the color of my skin. I was told that I was too dark-skinned. So that really took a toll on me. And then I was like, okay, well, you know, my mom is in corporate America. My dad is an entrepreneur. I want to make both of them proud. So then what did I try to do? I tried to work a nine-to-five and be an entrepreneur because I wanted to please both of my parents because they've made so many sacrifices for me. But then I had to realize, like, wait a minute, Lauren, here you are fighting to do all of this for other people, but are are you really happy? Are you doing what what God has called you to be? Are you happy with yourself? Because it doesn't matter what other people think about you, what your mom, your dad, your grandma, uh, your sister, your brother, uh, people on social media. At the end of the day, if you're not happy with what you're doing, then ultimately you're not pleasing anybody. Uh, you're definitely not pleasing yourself. So, So I had to really sit down and say, okay, you know what? I thought that my calling was to be a reporter and anchor. I was confident that I was going to get a, a job in that field. And when it didn't happen, I had to take a step back and realize that I wasn't on God's plan, that I that I was on my plan. And once I shifted my thinking, once I started to realize that my self-confidence not only on stage but within my career had to be there, and I started realizing that my place on this earth was bigger than me, that's when my self-confidence began to come. So. Every, t- every single time I received a no, I took that rejection and I reversed it. I said, okay, the word no backwards is on. So you know what? I'm still going to go on. So even if this person doesn't believe in me, I'm still going to go on. Even if this person doesn't validate me, I'm still going to go on. Even if I get rejected from this grant or if I don't get this speaking engagement, I'm still going to stand tall and still stand proud and say, you know what? I'm going to go on because it's not about me. So I can't quit now. And and that's how my, that's how I developed the self-confidence throughout the years, because I understood that it's bigger than me. And I understand now that my self-confidence is coming from God and from within. And I'm happy. I'm finally happy because I I decided to answer my calling and I'm walking in my purpose. All
3: right. Beautiful, beautiful. So when, um, when you're interacting with children, I want to kind of deal with some specifics. Um, of of how to actually uh help individuals somebody that might be listening to this and they might be in you know you know what the world calls the middle east or they might be listening in central america uh you know and they need a nugget right now and when you're working with, let's let's start with children first, and I wanna then want to transition to adults, and, and for those who are listening that possibly want to call in, I'm going to go through a series of questions, and when we get to the second half of the show, after the 30-minute uh, break, I'll open it up for calls. Um, when it comes to teaching children self-esteem, um, what are the the main points you feel as though you have to drive home, like, okay, when they leave, I need to make sure they have what? Mm -hmm.
4: I I definitely would say that the, the main points that I need to drive home is that they need to connect to a source that's bigger than them i'm not sure what their religion is i'm not even sure if it's being taught in their household but they they have to connect to a source that is more powerful than them they really have to understand um how are you breathing right now you know how how do we have trees how do we have flowers how is it that one day it can be raining and the next day it can be sunny so their faith has to be established early on and 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 it doesn't have to you know depending on what your religion is, everybody is different, but faith is something that they must have and and what faith is it's um a false evidence uh that presents itself to be real, and so you have to believe despite what's in front of you your current circumstances could be that you're homeless. It could be that you you have no, no financial uh, backing right now. But despite your current circumstances, you still believe. And that's faith. Walking by faith and not by sight. So I would drive that home because there is no way that you can make it on this earth without having faith and connecting to a source that is greater than yourself. And so I would tell them that first and foremost. The second thing I would, I would tell a child uh, is that you have to love yourself you I mean, you really have to love yourself. there are people being bullied in schools. there are people being cyber bullied um, there are people who are thinking about suicide i mean when people can say some nasty things let let's just get there. let's make that very clear. people I can really say some mean and hurtful things, and if you don't love yourself for a brief moment, you might fall into that. You might fall into. The expectation of what somebody else has put on your life or you might fall into that cruel comment that somebody said about you. And if you dwell in that place for too long, you could find yourself feeling like a quitter. You could find yourself feeling like, you know what, I don't want to be here anymore. So it's a very dangerous place to go. It's a very dark place to go. And in order to remain in a place of life, you have to love yourself. Like I was saying before, even if nobody else is rooting for you, you are rooting for you. And you know how you do that? By using affirmations. You wake up every morning and you look at yourself in the mirror and you tell yourself, I am beautiful. I am kind. I am worth being loved. I am worth being appreciated. I am worth being You say those sentences to yourself every single morning before you leave the house. And when you're encountered by negativity, you say peace, peace, peace. Calm yourself and think about those affirmations. Think about what you had just said that morning before you respond. So instead of responding to negativity, take a moment. Gather yourself. Be at peace with yourself, and you respond within yourself by saying, I am beautiful, I am kind, I am worth being loved, I am respected, I am appreciated. You say those things to yourself, and you believe them. And you say that every morning before you leave the house, and use them during the day as well, because we already know that uh, Satan can come to, to kill, steal, and destroy. So you got to be protected. You got to make sure that you have your, your weapons uh, and be a prayer warrior at all times. And lastly um, after I've established that they need to have faith and that they need to love themselves, I would tell them that they also have to put these things into, into action. That you just can't talk about having faith. You just can't talk about loving yourself. You have to really do these things on a daily basis. So what what do you like to do? Do you like to go skating? Do you like to go for ice cream? Uh, do you like to sit on the lakefront and journal? Do you like to meditate? What is it? What's fun for you? What do you like to do? And and what are some one of the some of the activities that you like to do by yourself? Because sometimes we feel like, okay, well, I gotta work out with somebody, I gotta go to the show with somebody, I gotta travel with somebody. But my, I love my sister so much because my my sister Brittany Jet, she she is the queen of uh, if you if you're not available. That sister will go ahead and do it without you, okay? She don't need no partner in crime to go to the show or travel or or do. She's like, you know what? I love myself. I want to be alone. I want to spend some time by myself, and she will do it. And I challenge each child to do that because who are you really if you're always in a crowd? You got to be by yourself sometimes. And, and and I do. I spend a lot of time by myself. So and you should spend time with other people. But to get to know you, to find out what you like and what you don't like, it's important to be comfortable with silence.
3: OK, so um, thank you. I think that 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 covers a lot. And I do want to give a caveat because just because my show is a metaphysical Christian show. And I just got to throw this in there uh, from a metaphysical Christian standpoint. Satan is not a being outside of yourself that is preying on your life, is your own. Mm -hmm. This is not my course correction of you, but because I have listeners that have an expectation of my show, Satan is, from a metaphysical new thought perspective, is not some fallen angel from heaven. It's the era consciousness that functions within humanity individually and collectively. So I just wanted to make sure that people who listen to my show have an expectation of what they expect to hear when they tune in, the truth transforms. Uh, now, exactly. when, when you're dealing with adults and I think adults are different than children. Um, and let me just kind of give some, uh, at least a little bit of overview of what, of, about what I'm going to say. Um, I believe children, children are more pliable. They are, um, you know, they have less pretense they're, they're not phony. You know, as adults, mm-hmm. we learn to put on our masks. We learn to mask, in other words, our pain, our depression, our frustration, our fear, our anxiety, our, our doubt, our justifications, our um, our our habits at times uh, that mm-hmm. are you know destructive habits, etc. In ways that children just don't learn how to do it until they continue to age. The older they get, the better they get at it, like every other human being. So when, when, and uh, because, uh, you know, we're close to our break, uh, and I have to do a little quick commercial stuff before we go to break. I do want to kind of get an idea of when you're dealing with sometimes states of mind that are so opaque, that are so dense, that are so stuck in Mm -hmm. ways That are not necessarily show up as children. If you, you know, once you get a child's attention in mind, you can pretty much take them where you need them to go. But when you're dealing with adults who have history, background, and everything else that they can use as justification, proof and facts about why you can't succeed, why you can't make it, why you can't have your breakthroughs, why you can't have transformation. um, What is the angle to not the whole show, but what's the angle in dealing with someone who is convinced of the of their own inability to succeed?
4: Mhm, mm-hmm. I I would definitely say that the angle in um, is, do you want life to control you, or do you want to take control of life? Because it 's easy for us to be a victim and to continuously blame other people for how our life has turned out. Oh well, I didn't have my mama, I didn't have my daddy i, I didn't uh you know I couldn't go to this school, and uh, this person said this about me, but at, at some point in your life, you have to stop blaming others and take accountability for your own actions and so Although it, it may seem like you're going back again to faith. It may seem like your current circumstances are showing you that you can't be the first one in your family to write a book, that you can't own your own not-for-profit, that you can't be a doctor, you can't be a lawyer. Why? Because nobody in your family has done it. None of your friends in your circle have done it. Uh, Nobody owns property in your family. You can't do this, you can't do that. Flip the script. There are so many people who didn't grow up in households with uh, a a mother or a father or they didn't grow up uh, with thousands of dollars. And at the end of the day, they were still successful because they decided to take control of their life and they didn't allow life to take control of them. Tyler Perry said this morning, he was just talking about how he grew up in a household where he was abused his father beat him and his mother, and how he was homeless. And for seven years, he continuously kept trying to go after his play, and it just wasn't working. But every single time at that place, somebody would come up afterwards and talk about how they wanted to invest in his play, and he would continuously keep doing it. And the eighth year, uh, the number eight in the Bible is New Beginnings. The eighth year is when finally uh, the line was out the door, and Tyler Perry's place finally took off. But if he had continuously kept saying, I'm a victim, I'm a victim, I'm not going to make it because his dad was never, you know, highly successful. His mother was never highly successful. He wouldn't be the African-American filmmaker that he is today. And so I would tell an adult that even though you have all of these circumstances fighting against you, are you ready to take your place? don't let race be a factor don't let age be a barrier don't allow these circumstances that you think are counting you out have them to count you in to win there are minorities out here who are sorry there are businesses out here who want to support uh minority businesses who want to support people uh who might be 50 years old or older and vice versa so as, mu- as much as you're thinking in your mind that people don't want to see you succeed, there are people out here waiting for you to take your place, waiting for you to call their company, waiting for you to bring in your resume, waiting for you to walk in their establishment so that they can hire you and work with you. So I would tell them, change your mind. It, it all starts in the mind. It all starts in the mind, and it starts with you not allowing yourself to be a victim anymore and realize that you are a survivor. Everything you went through, you still standing strong today. Even if you went through substance abuse, even if you were sexually abused, even if you lost your job, at the end of the day, on June 26, 2019, you are still here, and that matters.
3: All right. All right. Beautiful, beautiful. So I'm going to have uh, we. I got to do my quick little commercial before we go to break. Uh, when we come back from break, um, I'm going to open up the uh, phone lines for calls. People can call in at 816-251-3555, 816-251-3555. When we come back from the break, um, I do want to remind people um that this show along with all the other shows on unity online radio are supported by your donation so as you freely receive freely give a unity online radio goes to every continent it goes to multiple countries on every continent and there are people who don't have the opportunity to have a new thought center, a unity center, a place that's teaching um, self empowerment and you know metaphysics and consciousness transformation. Therefore, they rely on this message. So, pay it forward. My request is that you go to uh, unityonlineradio.org or use the shortcut unity.fm and um, click on the donate button and help support this online ministry so we continue to, so we can continue to get this message around the world. Also, want to remind you that. Uh, this show has a Facebook page Truth Transformed with Reverend Galen McDowell my request is that you like the page, give it a 5 star rating and write a positive review um, also I want to remind you that you can connect with Christ Universal Temple and watch our live stream via our website which is uh, cu temple.org www.cutemple.org cu the word temple.org You can also connect with us via our digital app, which is uh, Christ Universal Digital. It's in the Apple App Store, and it's also in the Google Play Store. So you can connect with us, get messages, get connected with us. And one of the special features that we have on the app is the Johnny Coleman Archives, which is... um, for four dollars and ninety-seven cent, you can have uh, monthly. You can have access to a continual stream of sermons that we're going to be that we're down currently downloading. There are lessons on it now, and we'll be adding to it regularly. So you can have the opportunity to hear from one of the giants of the new thought movement, uh, and I think that's important. So we'll be right back with Truth Transforms.
1: This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world, welcoming the LGBTQ community today and every day.
0: You're listening to Unity Online Radio. This programming is made possible through the generous donations of listeners like you. If you feel inspired by this programming, we invite you to contribute. Go to unityonlineradio.org and click on Donate to make your offering today. Thank you for your support.
2: Here's a Unity Mindful Moment
0: by Ed McShane, a coach
2: for your heart. When you are compassionate toward another person, you will be happier, scientifically proven. However... Being compassionate has a prerequisite. Give the other person the benefit of the doubt. So to achieve a nearly instantaneous state of compassion, follow these three steps. First, take a deep breath. You feel conflict, annoyance, upset? Breathe. It takes a little time to train yourself, but in time it will be reflexive. Secondly, offer a blessing and a statement of forgiveness to whomever upsets you. Bless their hearts, they probably started off the day badly. Is an excellent way to reset your offering the benefit of the doubt and bringing your compassion to the front of your heart. Then breathe again and say the following. I hope they're going to find a little peace today. The benefit of the doubt precedes compassion. To find out more about A Coach for Your Heart, visit ACoachForYourHeart.com. Fifty years ago, on July 20th, Apollo 11 made its historic landing on the moon, with astronaut Buzz Aldrin carrying the Prayer for Protection. The little prayer written by Unity poet James Dillett Freeman still speaks to us today. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is. Read more of the story at unity.org prayer for protection. Find the truth within yourself that heals, reveals, guides, and transforms. Tune in to Reverend Galen McDowell every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Central for Truth Transforms. Take a deep dive into the practical aspects of new thought teaching, starting with forgiveness, spiritual healing, prosperity, and more. Reverend McDowell welcomes some amazing guests, and topics can range from reincarnation to the Bible to science. Big plans to join the show here on UnityOnlineRadio.org.
0: Call now with your question or comment. 816-251-3555. That's
2: 816-251-3555. Welcome back to Truth Transforms with your host, Reverend Galen McDowell.
3: Welcome back to Truth Transforms. I have on my show a uh, self-confidence, self-esteem expert, Lauren C. Martin. And uh, before I open the, the show up for calls, I just want to remind you also that the Universal Foundation for Better Living is having its Panorama of Truth conference in downtown Miami in July, July seventeenth through the twenty-first. We're going to have uh, uh, actor and and uh, actor Danny Glover, who was actually just a, at the House of Representatives. In D.C. talking about uh, reparations and things of that nature. Uh, and he's going to come and he's going to talk about social justice and what that looks like uh, in t- 2019 and how to empower yourself at our conference. Uh, we're also going to have Susan Taylor, who is the former editor of of Essence magazine. She is a powerful stand for transformation in the world, especially for women of color. And we're going to have Will Coleman, Dr. Will Coleman, who's been a frequent guest of this show. He's going to talk about, you know, what he talks about. He's an absolute genius, metaphysics, mysticism, Bible, imagination, visualization, all the different things that he talks about. So I know it's going to be great. We're going to obviously, uh, Reverend Dr. Sheila McKeaton is the president. She'll be speaking and and much more. So you want to tune in, go to ufbl.org and Look at the information. If it's something you want to do, we would love to have you, you know, show up at the conference and get what you need to get out of it. But more importantly, bring your consciousness to it so we can continue to be a stand in the world for better living. Also, I want to remind you that I'll be at the International New Thought Alliance which is from July 22nd to the 25th. So I'm literally gonna leave Panorama of Truth, fly to Nashville, where the International New Thought Alliance Congress will be. And I'm speaking on July 25th. And, you know, I don't have to tell you what I do. I, hardcore metaphysics, that's what I do. So if you want, if you're in the Nashville area or you wanna come in and check it out, and check me out, I'll be speaking Thursday morning. But it's gonna be a bunch of great speakers. The event will be at Unity of Nashville. So take a look at it. Fine. I don't know right off the top of my head what the International New Thought Alliance's website is, but I'm sure if you Google International New Thought Alliance Congress, it'll pop up, or International New Thought Alliance. I apologize for not having that right in front of me. So check those things out, and I would love to see you at both events. Now, we have a caller on the line that I'm going to bring on in. Hello, caller. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic, without a doubt. So hey there, the Yogi. How's it return? going? Yeah, yeah, So, so Yogi, you know, some a call is Yogi, which is, uh, is is my buddy, and he is the father of Lauren. So let me just say that in full <laughs> disclosure, <laughs> and 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 her biggest fan, without a shadow of a doubt. Yogi, do you have a question? I just, your- I
1: yeah, I, I just wonder. Uh, when I was listening to Lauren that all of this information that uh, we have discussed before and, and you know, books I showed her and things that I, you know, it just, you just wonder when you're a parent, did your kid get it? Is she picking up on it? Uh, is she doing it? And she has always told me that I'm always pushing and forcing and whatever, you know, and I'm listening to her, and I'm saying to myself, Hmm, is this who this is? Because, I mean, from, I'm just in t- stitches and tears about uh, her ability, and uh, I mean, it's gone beyond what I even thought she could go, or where she could go. She has took it to another level. I, I was looking at one level, but uh, she's gone surpassed that. I mean, in all topics, you know, that uh, she has a uh, 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 on. You know, we studied and did some things under Les Brown, and, you know, and she went through the possibles. Uh, she went through the necessary. She went all the way through to it's you. She went through the hard, and then she went through that it was worth it, and it's done. So she went through all of those levels. And she had a, a, a topic and a, a thing for that. Uh, my question to, to Lauren is to stand fast, like uh, a bamboo tree that they have over in China, that you have to water it for, I don't know, six, seven, eight years before it starts growing. And I think that she is that tree that's being watered and is beginning to hold its roots and it's beginning to spread out. So I don't want her to stop or quit. Just keep on going.
3: All right, thank you Yogi. Thank you Yogi. So I appreciate thank I don't know Lauren, if you want to say anything uh to your dad before uh we uh go forward with the show.
4: Daddy, thank thank you so much for for pouring into me as as you always do. Uh you and mom uh just like I I dedicated my my books to you all. Because you, you all truly are my, my superheroes, uh, my hero and shiro, And you're my rocks. You all are my inspiration. You're what motivates me each and every day to keep going, even when I have those days where I want to give up and I just don't feel like uh, it's ever going to work out. I remember the prayers that have came from you all. I remember the unconditional love. I remember the support. I remember you all's tears. And I just remember... Every single phase in my life that you all have have been there for me through college, uh, through, through me getting married. I know one day I'll have children. You and mom have always been there, and you've showed me more than anything what it feels like to truly be loved and to have people support you and believe in you even when you don't believe in yourself. So I, I thank you for calling in, and I thank you and Mom for being uh, my two my two biggest cheerleaders. It, it really means uh, the world to me, and that's why I will continue to work hard each and every day to give you all, um, prayerfully give you all half of what you've given me.
3: Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you. Okay. Thank so you. Thank oh, you. Them. Thanks, Yogi, for calling in, and, and, and I know we'll be in touch. <laughs> Take okay. care, buddy. All right, game. thanks. Bye. So, so Lauren, uh, one of the things I want to transition to uh, rather hard is I want to make sure that we first of all let people know how they can get in contact with you. So please make sure you uh, give me your website information uh, if you could do that right now and uh, the other way, ways: YouTube, website, or any or social media, etc.
4: Yes. So my website is www.lwoo.org. Again, that's www.LWOO.org. I'm on all social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, all at LWOO Speaks, L as in ladder, W as in water, O as in open, O as in open. So LWOO Speaks on all social media platforms. If you go on YouTube, you can type in the L Woo Show. So again, my website is lwoo.org. On all social media, you can find me at L Woo Speaks, and you can also go on YouTube uh, to the L Woo Show, and you'll be able to find the episodes and and subscribe. And then if all else fails, uh, on Facebook, uh, you can always find me under under Lauren C Martin.
3: All right, beautiful, beautiful. So I want to transition to uh, some of the books that you've written. Uh, Could you let the people know uh, what books you've written um, and where they can get those books?
4: Yes. So uh, the two books that I have written, the first book is called The Six-Step Plan, Rising to Greatness to Fulfill Your Destiny. Uh, The second book is Still on the Rise to Achieving Greatness. And both of those books are on Amazon. You can also find those books on my website at LWOO.org. And last but not least, um, I am launching the self-confidence tour next month at Christ Universal Temple. And you can purchase tickets uh, on Eventbrite for that event because I'll actually be selling my books at that event along with uh, my T-shirts and motivational CDs.
3: Okay, so when people... um are hearing you talk about, you know, this program uh that you're going to be uh doing um at CUT. Um could you break it down a little bit like, you know, what's the gist of it? You know, what is it really about?
4: Yes. So, it's called the self-confidence tour. And it'll be at Christ Universal Temple. Uh, It's for the age group of 10 through 25. On July 13th, it will be 10 through 12. On July 20th, it will be 13 through 17. On August 10th, it will be 18 through 24. And on August um, 17th, it'll be 25 and older. And essentially, what I'll be teaching each age group, uh, the topic will be Birthing Your Confidence, by unleashing what's within. So going back to the conversation earlier when I was talking about how self-confidence is created from within, I'm really going to be focusing on that in each session. And, and we're going to really uh, focus on shifting our mind because you have to be confident within your mind. You have to be confident within your soul. You, you have to be confident within your emotions and socially. So you really have to have that confidence within every single aspect of your life whether that's healthy eating, whether that's working out, whether that's having confidence when you pray. Because I know some people are like, well, I, I want to pray, but I don't really know how to pray or I don't think I pray that well. But, no, you you can learn how to pray well. And, and if once you learn how to do that, you can be confident in that. So within each session, we'll be focusing on different phases within your life that you feel like you're struggling with, whether that's your emotions, your spirituality, your mentality, your physicality. We'll be focusing on all of that. So that you can be confident within those areas of your life, and when you encounter different situations that are negative, or you encounter people who are dream killers, you can be confident enough within yourself that you know, hey, I remember El Wu addressing this in this session, and I'm gonna use those steps that she taught me on how to overcome this obstacle.
3: Beautiful, beautiful. So, um, one of the things that uh, a lot of uh uh of uh let me i, I want to phrase this properly the, the, how, the statement let me give it some framework mm-hmm. there are people who are writing basically how you know so much uh stress and pressure is on the uh the young african american woman right now in particular and mm-hmm. with you being you know a young african american woman Uh, when you're speaking to young women in particular, we can talk about men later if we have time, but I want to speak on this specifically because I think that one, you have lived experience, but also two, uh, this is a demographic that would automatically be drawn to you because I believe I'm a big believer that you draw yourself. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, so when, when speaking to the, to, to the expectations and the pressures that go along with uh, some people who might not have the circumstances that you grew up in, you know, they might be, you know, young single mothers trying to make it, you know, might not have, uh, you know, uh, you know, as you stated earlier, uh, parents that were the best or even present at times, they might've been physically present, but not, you know, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, or financially present. Um how do you uh work with uh young women who have uh especially in African American culture that have had uh not the best of circumstances but they're striving for a better life
4: mhm mm-hmm. How I work with them is by reminding them that i'm that i 'm just like them uh something that i've been told often is that I'm very relatable, I'm very humble, um, I'm very personable. And I really genuinely care about people. When I, when I really interact with people, uh, it's just not on a high and by basis. I really sit there and listen to people. I let them tell me their problems and I give them advice. And I think what separates me from so many other people is that after you give me uh, a piece of yourself, by sharing something in confidence with me that you don't want anybody else to know, I never tell. So you never have to worry about me posting on social media, girl, did you hear about so-and-so? Or, or going back and telling somebody, girl, uh, let me tell you about what so-and-so is going through. I have always been a person of integrity and and I've always been a person that can connect to people's spirits and and connect to their heart and my energy more than anything you feel my energy I'm always smiling I'm always encouraging I'm always asking how can I support you what can I do to help you and I think by me having that genuine energy that genuine loving spirit and heart that's what's been able to make me relatable so that young black women feel comfortable opening up me and they feel comfortable sharing things with me that they're struggling with because they know i'm not going to judge them they know that i just want to help them and they know that i'm going to be there for them if you have an event going on everybody knows lauren is at every baby shower every wedding every speaking engagement if if i can get there i will be there i am a woman of my word like i said i'm a woman of integrity if i tell you i'ma be there and show up for you i got your back I'll be there filming. I'll be there clapping. I'll be cheering. I'll be your biggest cheerleader. And that's, and that's what people love about me because, I, like I said before, I really, really care. And the other piece of advice that I would give them is to find something or someone uh, specifically that you care about more than yourself um a girlfriend of mine said that you know sometimes in this world as a young african american woman uh just like when Aisha curry went on bread table talks and she made that comment about having three children and being a wife and she was just talking about how sometimes You know, women go through postpartum after they have children or after you get married, you know, or have children, you lose your identity. And a lot of women uh, go through that. A lot of black women and women, period, go through that, like losing their identity once they get married or have children. And I love that my girlfriend posted on social media the other day and she talked about how you don't have to lose yourself. You don't have to feel like, oh, well, I'm a single mother. I got to give up on my dreams. Or, oh, well, I'm married with kids. I can't do this. or uh, I didn't have, you know, two parents or I, only, I was raised by my grandma. You know, I don't, I don't have this. I don't have that. You can still be successful. And if you, you can use your children as your motivation. You can use your husband or your wife as your motivation. You know, that's greater than you. And, and I see a lot of people out here, a lot of single mothers who are doing well. They have used their children as motivation to get their own apartment. Um, people have lost their parents, have lost their mothers, their fathers, and they use that as motivation to be successful. So don't count yourself out just because society has put these statistics on you and makes you feel like, oh, you're a single mother, you can't do it, or, oh, you're not married, or you had children out of wedlock, like, you can't do it. Absolutely not. Because there are people every single day who are out here killing it, using it as motivation, actually, to win.
3: All right. All right. So when, you know, when people are dealing with, you know, self-esteem issues and uh, self-motivation, you know, I'm I'm a I'm a big believer that that motivation goes so far sooner or later has it has to transition into inspiration because uh to, you know to, when this when you're inspired that's something that's coming from within yourself somebody can be the can be the spark of your inspiration but inspiration eventually is something that wells up within you which uh and when you're talking what I'm hearing even though it's um it's coming in the in the context of of motivation it's really st- inspiration because yeah it's 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 coming from a different place and I'm I'm just using this because it's t- coming off the top of my head and we don't have a lot of time left so I want to make sure I give you this while it's coming up if you don't mind just give me a minute and I can yes. we can do a wrap up of the show the 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 real issue that's coming up uh for me that that you're actually addressing is people's self image yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's not it's not solely confidence.
4: Mm-hmm. It's not
3: solely self-esteem. Mm-hmm. This is how I'm interpreting it. You obviously can use your own language. I'm sharing this because I, it's coming up. So self-image from the standpoint of what is my baseline default belief about myself? You know, sort yeah. of like when a computer, when it gets rebooted, it will go back to its default settings. And uh, people have default settings that, based upon uh, the, you know, how they were cultured, might not be empowering, so they have yeah. to literally recreate new settings. You can't right. surfacely do it, it's like literally go back and say, Why do I believe this? Does this empower me? If it doesn't, why do I believe it about myself? Because I think that. I think that is the essence of what I'm hearing you say, that there Mm -hmm. there's a there's a way of being that's consistent with your belief system Mm -hmm. and and Mm -hmm. the way of being can't legitimately transform. Into being a, a way of being that shows up as love, as peace, as joy, as prosperity, as wisdom, as understanding, and all these wonderful attributes we talk about all the time, without a legitimate reset of the core beliefs, the core values, and the core self-image that is, that is the composite of all of these beliefs Mm -hmm.
4: it's Mm -hmm. you know
3: it's it's the composite it's like okay when when so people who show up in my space they're either validating either they're never either they're validating what i subconsciously and potentially unconsciously believe about myself like if I don't mm-hmm. really believe that I fit in, if I don't really believe that, I'm, that I deserve it, if I, really don't, if I really believe people who love me are going to leave me, then my subconscious habits will eventually create the experience of people leaving, of me not getting the opportunity, of people uh, 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 disrespecting me or devaluing me because it's, because it's consistent. With my self image, is what I'm saying making sense to you?
4: Yes, yeah, yes, Galen, it it is, and that and that's exactly, uh, absolutely what I believe. You you have to know who you are, you have to know who you are, you have to believe in that, and you have to stand tall on what you believe about yourself, and and so your self image is key, and you have to have character. No matter what, even when everybody else is doing the wrong thing, you have to be confident in doing the right thing. And you're going to be confident in that because you know who and whose you are. You know who and whose you are. And as long as you believe in that and you stay true to yourself, and you continue to be a leader and you believe that your self image is worthy enough to be praised, then everything else will fall in alignment because like you said, you know who you are and you're confident in that and you're proud about that
3: beautiful beautiful so what um one of the things that I do want to um let people know and and you probably have to answer this in like thirty seconds uh that even if you're a person who is quote-unquote non-religious or, you know, you you don't have a particular religious background, uh, you can still benefit from the work, you know. I want to make sure Mm -hmm. that, because sometimes people say, well, you know, it's too much, quote-unquote, religious language. And what I always let people know is, you know, first of all, you have a right to like what you like and don't like what you don't like. And if it's a situation, or circumstance where you can get something out of something or someone you know can benefit from it, allow them to make that choice and allow mm-hmm. yourself to make the choice to be able let me plug in on this and see what this is about. And if I plug in on it and it's something that I can benefit from, then I'm going to utilize it. Uh, 30 seconds because we're going to have to close out the show. I just wanted you to just touch on that for a moment.
4: Yes, yes. Um I would say even if you have a non-religious background, you know at the end of the day, you can still worship from within. You can worship from home, you can watch things on television or you can go on YouTube and find what works for you because at the end of the day that's what makes the world go round. All of no, not even identical twins have the same DNA. Everybody has different DNA. And so you don't have to fit into this mode of excellence where you feel pressured all the time to live up to what everybody else is telling you how you need to worship. Nobody can tell you what works for you. How you worship is how you worship, and it goes back to being confident in your self-image, being confident in who you are and whose you are, because at the end of the day, there are people who still go to church, and they still don't use the principles and the, and the uh, values that they learned at church. They don't practice it. So... Even though you go to church, you still have to practice what you're learning. So in short, because I know we have to end the show, the way you worship is the way you worship. You can worship from home. You can worship uh, uh, in your car. You can worship uh, television, YouTube, because at the end of the day, God is within you. And wherever you are, God is. So you can worship uh, wherever. It doesn't always have to be uh, the cookie cutter, you know, in the church uh, type feel. You can do it anywhere because God is always within you.
3: Well, thank you. Thank you, Lauren, for coming on the show. Uh, we got about 30 seconds left. So I want to just make sure that I acknowledge that and, you know, continue to go out there and do the work, do the transformational work. Uh, folks, uh, she gave you the website. So make sure the elwood.org. So make sure that you touch base. Um, If you have questions, I'm sure it's a mechanism on the website for you to be able to contact her and ask any questions that you feel as though you need or through those various ways of contacting her via social media. So uh, next week, we're going to uh, go back to uh, to our uh, Secrets of the Millionaire Mind series. And so make sure that you are read up because, you know, my expectation is that you read the book. You read the book. I teach the course. So I'm not going to read the book to you. Uh, God bless you. Thank you so much uh, for supporting the show and I'll be with you next week with True Transformers.
1: Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world.